All right, well, welcome in to the Texas Tech edition of the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. I am your host, Jackson Moody, and I'll tell you what, sometimes people say, you mind if I have a day today? Yeah, I do mind, because you know what? Instead of having a day, Texas Tech is going to have a week on the baseball diamond. They won four out of five. They took both from Grand Canyon just recently. They did the second. They took the second one earlier today. Oh, and by the way, they took two out of three in Norman, Oklahoma. They've now won seven of their last nine baseball games. They are picking up steam. They are in the Big 12 race. And by the way, Texas Tech basketball, they lost a guy. Then they got a guy. I'll give you some inside details on the Jalen Tyson situation. Yes, I was high on him all year. I get why Grant McCassin maybe didn't want him back. We have a spring game coming up this weekend. We have the Bears in baseball. Oh, and I got some new beefs to talk about it. We'll talk about all that and more. Here we go. All right, look, we're going to... I know typically baseball is the third sport. I get it. Baseball is the third sport. I, we're going to start on the diamond. We are going to start on the diamond because they just, not only did they take one of two of Stanford from last week, and I talked about that, but that game on Friday against Oklahoma was huge. And we got some pitching to talk about. We have starting pitching issues. We have a good bullpen, but we have starting pitching issues. Brandon Beckel uh, takes over the game. We're in control. We are in control. It is six to five. He takes over the game in the eighth. He gives up a run. Brandon Beckel gives up a run. His ERA probably doubled to about 1.0 right now. Um, the starter for Tex for Oklahoma was hit. He uh, used to be a Red Raider. He is not anymore, so we don't have to be nice to him. Mason Molina's been a bit shaky of late. Uh, gave up four and runs in two and two-thirds. Um, I I got to say, I need to reach out to Ethan's family because I need to learn how to pronounce his last name. It, it's gotten ridiculous. I'm not, I'm not going to say Jace Jung or anything like that, but I need to know whether it's Combs or Coombs, so I'd like to apologize to him. But he did well, got an out there in the third, gives it over to Brendan Gurton, who is clutch, goes four innings, gives up just one run, only three hits, strikes out five, keeps us in the game. Brandon Beckel, can you believe it? He goes two innings, he strikes out four, all normal, but he gives up a run. Um, that is, uh, this guy is like Mariano Rivera Jr. I don't know what he's doing giving up a run, but it doesn't matter because we explode in the 10th. Absolutely Explode in the 10th. Nolan Hester singles to left. Volchek advances wide scores. Harrelson singles to right. Volchek scores. And then Kevin uh, Bazell walks. And then Gavin Cash homers for four-run RBI for a grand slam. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know why I said it like that. But Gavin Cash gets a grand slam in the 10th. Puts it from a three-run game to a seven-run game. It's over. I know uh, Spike Man homered. Didn't matter. We beat OU. Then we come back Saturday, and we will. I, I'm going to talk about Friday real quick because this was interesting. Mason Molina is our starter for that uh, Friday game. He has a rough one. Ever since TCU, he's been shaky. Not bad, but shaky, and it is concerning. Our starting pitching is not great. Brendan Gurton has not been a good starting pitcher for us. He has not been. 
He has been terrific out of the pen, goes four innings, only gives up one run. This is a guy who can eat up four or five innings for you in a regional. If he goes on the Friday, he can also go on the Monday if you have to go for a fifth game uh, and eat up more innings. Gerton is a great piece to have. But Molina's shaky. Gerton's going in the pen, and if you can get somebody to open for him for an inning or two, then that's fine. Gerton can take you to the sixth inning, and you're going to be okay. You burn one bullpen arm, and you're in the sixth. We're fine. Mason Molina is probably our best pitcher, uh, best starting pitcher, because Brandon Beckel, he's not going to start. He's the best pitcher. I believe one of the best relief pitchers in the nation. But... Mason Molina, if this team is going to be successful in a regional, has got to pitch well. He does. And I'll talk more about it at the end, about our concerns on starting pitching. But Mason Molina has been a disappointment so far. The good thing is we still have about a month left until you start looking at NCAA tournament play. So we're still okay there. He has plenty of time to figure it out. He's a talented pitcher. He's a very, very good pitcher. He just hasn't been very good of late. Saturday. So, on the mound, we pitch Trenton Parrish. And I will say, your Friday, Saturday, Sunday guys from the fast past uh, two weeks all went Friday, Saturday. Trenton Parrish did not pitch well. I still think Trenton Parrish is a very good Sunday starter. He did not pitch that well. He gave up five runs, four earned, and four innings. He only struck out two. But it did not matter. It did not matter. You know why it did not matter? Because Ryan Free had an absolute day, a career day. He went perfect through the last five innings. He took over at eight to five. Or eight to five up goes five perfect innings. Five perfect innings from Ryan Free. Nine strikeouts, no walks, no wall pitches, no batter, no hit by pitches, no hits. Five perfect innings from Ryan Free. Absolutely sensational to close out the series, to win the series in Norman. Whoever the color guy was for Oklahoma was having a fit. He had it all weekend. He cried. He was cheering for Oklahoma on a national ESPN Plus broadcast. broadcast, And Ryan Free sent that man home crying. It was sensational from Ryan Free. And I talked about Free. He's one guy that I really, really like out of the pen. I do. Our bullpen is getting pretty dang good. I don't know if y'all have noticed this, but our bullpen is looking good. You have Free, you got Fast, you have Combs, uh, you have Brennan Gerton, you have Beck, or Gerton's going to the pen, you have Beckel, you have Bo Blessy who came in on Sunday. I'll get to that. He didn't pitch well. But Bo Blessy came in. You still have Josh Sanders, you have Derek Bridges, you have a good bullpen. You have one of your best bullpens that you've had in some time. Now, do you have any starting pitchers? I don't know. We'll get to that in a bit. But, man, the bullpen looked good. Ryan Free, five 
perfect innings. I, I got to say, I confuse Ryan Free and Tabor Fast a lot. They I, I want to switch up their names. They both have Fs for the last names. As far as I'm concerned, they're one guy that we have duplicates of that are sold out of the pen. And uh, so that brings me to Sunday where we played Oklahoma. This one did not go well. Uh, I'll, I'll give you all some insight. I was in the golf course. and I was playing golf, and what I do is I put an AirPod in one ear, stream it on my phone, uh, so I'm listening to it. But the color guy was, if you listen to the games, I mean, this guy was rooting for OU all weekend. Friday night, he got on there and was saying, yeah, if you're an ump, you're rooting for OU to get out after that one. Like, what? The if the if the ump is worth his salt, he's rooting for OU to get out. What? The ump is worth his salt. He's rooting for my team. And then he's calling keeps calling um Tracer Lopez, a high school senior, backhanded compliment saying, "Oh, well, if that was Friday night. He said this on Saturday. Then that ball was out of the park. I was like, well, well, both of us are playing on the same field. So, I don't know. We're just kind of kicking your butts right now. And on Friday night, he was saying, um, yeah, you're really hoping for – I'm just thinking of all the good things that can happen to OU, this, this, and this. And saying, ah, dang it, after it. It was ridiculous. Anyways, Sunday did not go your way. OU kicked your butts. Uh, you got up one nothing, um, and this was a game that you had a chance because OU had exhausted a lot of their bullpen. They had exhausted most of their bullpen, and there was a huge chance for Texas Tech if they could get into that bullpen to take advantage, get post a Kansas State, Kansas score, and they never did it. They had left a bunch of guys stranded early on. Um, OU, after four innings, ended up having a 3-1 lead on you. They tacked on four in the fifth, and that game was pretty much over then. Uh, they ended up winning 12-2. And if you look at the pitchers, because we're going to talk about Tim Tadlock's strategy here. So, I want to preface this. Whenever I criticize Tim Tadlock, and I know I called for Mark Adams firing. I was right, by the way. Um... I am never, I am nowhere near calling for Tim Tadlock's firing, okay? And I, I've had some issues with his decisions. He knows more about baseball than me. The program's in a great place. I mean, I'm not going down that road at all. You had some decent guys pitching. Jacob Rogers was pretty good. He took the mound for you. Gave up four in runs. He's a young guy. Struck out six, though, in four innings and only gave up four hits. He walked a lot of guys. That was his issue. Um, got into some bad counts. That was his issue. He didn't pitch well in tough scenarios. That was his issues. Jacob Rogers is a really good prospect for the future. He may help you late on in a regional this year, and he has the talent to do so. He's a very good player. He did not pitch the game we needed him to pitch today or on Sunday. Derek Bridges, another very talented player working his way back from injury, did not get a single out, gave up three runs, one earned, two hits, no outs. Zach Stath did his job, gave up a hit, got through an inning. Josh Sanders, also a good pitcher. He impressed in the Statesboro Regional last year. Three earned runs, three runs total, three hits, no strikeouts, two walks, and two innings. 
Not good from him. Boblesi comes in, and this is a positive sign, and Boblesi did not pitch well. He gave up a couple runs, but he got two outs. Got two strikeouts. Both of his outs were off strikeouts. Only used 15 pitches. Boblesi is back pitching, and that was the right time to put him in. Game over. We're going to lose. Let's throw Boblesi out there, see what he can do for us, get him some... Uh, some live at-bats with the team that's trying to run rules. Perfect from him. And as I mentioned, OU had to lose a, use a lot of their pitchers, and they are not nearly as deep in the bullpen as us. Carmichael, their starter, went 110 pitches and 7 and a third. And only gave up two runs, total one earned. We were in positions... We were only hit out hit 11 to 9 this game. We were in possessions to win this game. And instead we lost by 10. And I am not actually going to criticize Tim Tadlock's strategy because it worked. You got Friday, then Saturday uh, you pitched a guy in Trenton Parish that you do have confidence in. And Ryan Free had a great game. You could have pitched Taper Fast if you needed to. You could have pitched a bunch of guys, Derek Bridges. All right, so I will say I thought Tim Tadlock got it right. You pitched the guy you wanted to on Friday. You had to bring in Gerton on Friday. Probably wasn't planned, and it worked out for us. Moving on to the weekdays, we our pitching was great. Tabor Fast had a great day. We pitched well. Dylan Carter is going to be back very, very soon. We are in good shape um, in the field. Our start, We're in good shape in the bullpen. Our starting pitching needs some work. Mason Molina needs to be better. Trenton Parrish, I still have a lot of faith in. Then we have to find a third weekend guy, whether that's Tabor Fast. Maybe even Ryan Free can come out and do that. We'll see. But I want to move on to basketball now. And before I do that, I will say this is a very good baseball team that we have this year. This is a good baseball team. It is a very young baseball team, too. A lot of guys are not draft eligible. We will be better next year in baseball. Now, this is still a good baseball team. This is a baseball team that can still win the Big 12 title. Uh, you probably need a sweep against Baylor this week, who started out the season looking horrible. Are they horrible now? No, they just took one off of Texas. Almost took two. They almost took the series off of Texas. So they are not a horrible team, but they are not a good team. You are in Lubbock. You should sweep them. You should do the same with Kansas. But are they Omaha good? I don't know. I'll be in Omaha either way. I already have uh, planned the trip of my buddies to go out there. So we'll be fine. I think that we're a very good team. Will we make it to Omaha? I don't know. Now, I want to move on to basketball. So Jalen Tyson entered the portal. This one, and I, I want to say this to be clear. Be careful on who you get your information from. Okay? There are people saying they are shocked by this decision. And I, on this podcast, kept saying, you know what? I think Jalen Tyson could be a leader. I think he's great. And I talked to people Closer to the program lately, I believe it was last Friday, where I kind of vocalized that I, I he, he looked like a leader out on the court, and I was shot down immediately with that. I was shot down with that. So, 
I want to be careful on what I say because this is also a kid who has never been in trouble off the court. I do not know what his personality is. I know Grant McCaslin has won everywhere he's been. He has run a tight ship. He has had elevated players. He has run good systems. And he doesn't see Jalen Tyson as a fit, whether it be in the system or in the locker room. Okay? And I'll get to this in my beef segment that uh, I apparently have I have a beef with a guy. I can't complain. I started it. I started it. So I can't complain. Now, my what, how I started was way better than his initial reaction by like a 15 to 2 ratio. But I started it. Basically, he was calling Grant McCaslin a failure because he didn't even talk to Jalen Tyson for a month. The problem is uh, Grant McCaslin had had 13 days since he took the job, so nowhere near a month, less than half a month. And if you criticize this guy, he says, oh, well, you're pulling the semantics. And if you uh, criticize him on other stuff, then he says, oh, well, you're a racist without any evidence. That, as what happened to one of my buddies. Anyways, two of, two of them, actually. Um... Be careful on where you get your information. Grant McCaslin definitely talked to Jalen Tyson. And Jalen Tyson didn't like what he heard. He didn't like what he heard. And he's gone. And now he may return. And if he returns, I think he's a very good basketball player. I'm not the guy who says, oh, McCore sucked. We didn't need him. Ah, Shannon sucked. We didn't need him. We're better without him. Ah, Tyson sucked. Oh, we we don't need him. I don't think we need him. I think he's a very good basketball player, though. And I'd like to have him back. However, all those concerns, oh, we stink. We're going to be terrible. All those concerns, put to bed, baby. Darian Williams, the Mountain West Freshman of the Year, has committed to Texas Tech. And this guy puts up some wild lines, 7.6 points as a... Freshman, 7.3 rebounds, 2.7 assists. And if you listen to him, he says the thing he liked most about McCaslin was he kept it straight. We ain't here for you. We're here for the team. He said, I don't care about individual awards. I want to win a Big 12 championship. I want to play for the team. That is a culture guy and a very talented guy. He's 6'6 and a wing. He is a great passer. All right, he's not the score Tyson is. He's at least as good of a rebounder. He's going to be committed to defense. And he is a way better passer than the guy that we probably just lost. And you know what? I took some heat. I took some heat for saying that we should fire Mark Adams. I was saying this over a month before he got fired. And I was thinking it before it too. Mark Adams ain't keeping Mark Adams probably keeps Pop Isaacs, okay? I speak to his dad a lot. I, I think Mark Adams would have kept Pop Isaacs. Does he keep Robert Jennings? I don't think so. Lamar Washington allegedly entered the portal. And I want to touch on this, I, and I will. But he got a Mountain West Freshman of the Year. 
He told Tyson goodbye because he found a guy that he liked better that could play the same position that he thought was better for his system and a better culture fit. Elijah Fisher was leaving whether or not Mark Adams stayed. I think we keep Robert Jennings because we got Grant McCasland. Fraudoz, Fraudoz, not Fardoz, Fraudoz, AMAC, was leaving anyway. Then you know why I call him Fraudoz because he showed up with an injury that wasn't basketball related and then bashed Texas Tech fans for taking his time to get back on the court while cashing checks. But anyways, we probably keep Pop Isaacs either way. I think we keep Robert Jennings because we got McCasland. Lamar Washington allegedly entered his name into the transfer portal and then uh, came out very bluntly saying, I am not in the portal. Now, there are some scenarios, and I will lay them out for you. One, somebody was given bad information. Two, somebody was given, at the time, good information, then got a talk... uh, then they talked to Lamar Washington and he wanted to stay. Three, Lamar Washington has an NIL deal. He don't, doesn't want to be TJ Shannon where your, your car gets taken from you. You can decide, and it is pretty late to enter the portal. It is April 20th. Jeez, uh, I've crossed midnight by about 94 minutes now. But it is April 20th, and he's still not in the portal. And uh, McCaslin's been on the job over two weeks. So we'll see. So we'll see if Lamar Washington returns. I would love for him to return. But I think this team and my expectations for this team this coming year is to make the tournament and no higher expectations. No higher expectations. And I think that we're in a good position. We just got a great player, a great passer who is going to fit McCaslin's system very well, Darion Williams, you are going to want to learn the name because this dude is about to be a stud for us next year and for coming years. Y'all forget, Pop Isaacs probably isn't going to the NBA after next year. We're keeping him. Robert Jennings probably ain't going. Keeping him. Darion Williams ain't going. Keeping him. Kyron Lindsey ain't going. We're keeping him. You have a solid core for future seasons of your Texas Tech to build off of. And I know the transfer portal stuff, but we have a guy who maybe isn't going to use that as much as other guys did. I think we are in a great position as a program to rebuild. And rebuilding looks like NCAA tournament in year one. Now, I do want to talk about one thing, and this is coming from the Level 13 agency. I want to give you all all the insight I have on it. Basically, he represents Tyson. He renewed with them a couple weeks ago, and then Tyson, Tyson entered the portal. And Okay, I will say this guy is looking out for his own business interests. He's not looking out for Texas Tech. And I spoke about why it was such a problem that Mark Adams alienated the boosters. Here's why I'm going to say it's okay that we're distancing ourselves from this. This is not Dusty Womble. This is not a bunch of boosters that are loyal. This is a guy that also profits off of us and is willing to take his players elsewhere. And and I will say this. It wasn't because Tyson got better opportunities. It's because McCaslin didn't want him. So 
We are restructuring NIL. The way we did this year wasn't sustainable. We're not having any more fraud Oz Amax on our team. It's going to look different. And we got the spring game coming up. And I'll tell you what, Baron Morton versus, and Tyler Shuck. It's going to be fun to watch. Tyler Shuck's going to be the starter. Sorry to break it to you. I love Baron Morton. It's going to be Tyler Shuck. But, man, I, I can't wait. We're going to have a baseball series. We may have more basketball news next week. And we're going to have a spring game to talk about. Oh, man, it's going to be fun. All right, that's going to do it for me tonight. I hope you all have a great one. Uh, wreck em. This is Jackson. Go ahead and like and subscribe. I'll tell you what. Here's why you should subscribe. I uh, interview got posted that got asked to be taken down. And it was doing what I was told, bang up numbers. And if you didn't subscribe, you probably missed your chance to see it or, or listen to it. And now I care about you all, so we're going to do another one on it. Uh, we're, I'm working towards doing another one. I want to get better content for you all. Uh, but that's why you should subscribe because sometimes some stuff comes out on my podcast that, frankly, uh, maybe a bit too inside, maybe shouldn't. And uh Y'all should get while it's still up. So that's going to do it for me. I'm Jackson Moody. Thank y'all for listening. Rate, review, subscribe. I really appreciate y'all listening. Uh, Wreck them. Let's go have a week here.